This podcast contains adult language and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. Does that mean I can't listen to it? Yep. Damn it. You can find the Staggering Dragon on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. D20 Radio, where gamers roll. You're listening to The Staggering Dragon, an RPG actual play and pop culture podcast. Hey everybody, I'm Dustin. And I'm Neil, and welcome to the Stagger and Dragon podcast. So today we're going to talk about movies or series, TV series, whatever you want it to be that you would like to show your kids or have shown your kids. Most likely movies. Um, but, to, but before we do that, we're going to move on to our D20 Radio Network podcast of the episode. And that podcast is The Order 66 Podcast. The reason that we're sitting here podcasting on D20 Radio Network right now. They're back with a return to their classic The Force Will Be With You segment where they have a deep dive into a specific force power. This episode, by listener request, they tackle one of the most versatile and potent powers, Ebb Flow. So be sure to check out that and many other great podcasts on d20radio.com. Awesome. Okay. Well, now we're past that. So we're going to move on to our cocktail hour. Normally what we've kind of been doing is just talking about what have we recently been consuming. So Ed asked Dustin, he'll say, and he'd ask me, and I'd say, well, this time we're just going to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home because that, at least as at the time we're recording this, just came out of couple weeks ago so it's fresh on our minds and that's what we would have been consuming (laughs) so i'm gonna guess you liked it i liked it what'd you think of it or more likely i'm going to assume you like it did anything in particular stand out to you or is there anything you'd like to bring up so this is the biggest thing that i got out of it first of all i loved it there wasn't i can't really think of anything that i didn't like about it i guess i should say that yeah But I've told a couple people this, and this is uh, my big takeaway from it, and it makes me feel like an old person saying this or uh, a very uh, old man saying this. But I feel like when they brought back, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, (laughs) when Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield came back, um. It made those two universes, those two movie universes, whatever you want to call them, it kept them alive. Sure did. They're not, I mean, they're probably not going to make any more movies with Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. I know what the internet has been saying, but <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know if that's true. But regardless, those things are alive. In my head canon. And they've happened somewhere now. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah, they're they've... still they're still going. You know, it still exists. It's not dead. 
And that makes me as, you know, somebody that, you know, that was 20 years ago or more. Yeah. Since we I was in high school when Spider-Man came out. Tobey Maguire's first Spider-Man. Right. I mean, it's been a long time, and it makes me feel good to know that, like, somewhere out there in my head canon that Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man is still going, even though he's my least favorite of the three Spider-Mans. Yep. But... I. I, yep. So, all of that being said, when I realized that, when that popped into my head, it made me think about Star Wars. And if you've listened to Neil and I's Guardians of the Wills podcast, I don't want to beat a dead horse that we've beaten to death, but I'm going to say it one more time. The sequel trilogy, 7, 8, and 9, wasn't that big a fan of. (laughs) And... The thing that I took from it comparing, you know, what I just said about Spider-Man is they killed my childhood Star Wars. They killed it dead. They took Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, and killed all three of them. Sure did. (laughs) And as an old guy that just keeps getting older, that really sucks. Because there's no more adventures for them, ever, anywhere. They're dead. Their story is done. That really sucks. But Spider-Man, like I said before, kept those two, you know, Spider-Mans alive. They're still out there. They're still And they're still active. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they were still active. So that was, I mean, that was the big thing, I think, that, you know, popped into my head when I saw it. What about yep. you? Uh, big thing for me was actually kind of along the lines of what you're saying. I wasn't so much thinking about Star Wars, but I liked that. Uh, it was just it was cool thinking all this time we've had these various Spider-Man movies and whatnot, other movies, and now we're gonna say that yeah, those things those things all totally happened. They were just in different universes since we have a multiverse now, and um. I always liked the Andrew Garfield version of Spider-Man. Not saying I liked those movies the best, but I thought he was a really good Spider-Man. And I thought he was amazing in No Way Home. And I thought it was really cool to see him get to do all that stuff again. And, of course, it was neat to see him catch MJ since he wasn't able to catch (laughs) Gwen Stacy and keep her alive and all that stuff. But the whole show was – that whole movie was just awesome. I thought they handled all the villains – fantastic the little bit of changes they may or may not have made to him were seemed great in my opinion and the same deal they kept them all going and ah green goblin that was that whole thing was just awesome he oh my god i willem defoe apparently is the greatest villain of all time (laughs) because he was perfect it's just perfect doing that again because i that was one thing i kept wondering going into it because i mean they Obviously, we all know they kept it a secret about the other Spider-Man, Spider-Men, however you want to say that. But the villains, we'd all seen them in the trailer, so we knew they were coming. And I wondered, I kept thinking, are they going to be just like mindless villains, not knowing why they're there, but instead having him be the way he was. All of them had their personalities, but having him be the way he was, I thought it was just, it was awesome. Everything about it made me so happy. Aunt May dying was just gut-wrenching. <laughs> and, you know... I didn't really expect it to happen, to be honest. And of course, then when it 
when she gets hit by the glider, it kind of hit me. I was like, oh my God, this is going to be, she's, this is going to be it for her. Yeah. And then they just kept dragging it out. It's like, oh, but this is tearing me apart. <laughs> and it was, it was rough, but, um, that movie, it was good. I haven't been talking to my wife afterwards. I said, yeah, I haven't been that hyped up for a movie in a long time to where that movie also actually lived up to it. Right. And, uh, I mean, cause it was just, I was like, I kept telling myself, you're getting too worked up about how good this movie's going to be. No, you, movies don't, don't do that to movies, you know, mm-hmm. but boy, they did. And then is kind of, I don't know. It's a testament to somebody or a group of people that they kept all that stuff a secret. Cause it wasn't even like, Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield showed up to say hi. They were in half the movie. Right. Or I don't know what the actual time was, but they were in a lot of the movie and were in and were integral to what was going on. It was awesome. It's funny cuz all the all the rumors that we heard they're they were all true. Oh yeah. They're just all <laughs> true. Like every like like all even down to Matt Murdock, you know. Yeah. Daredevil being in it. Yeah. That was all true. <laughs> yeah. And when I went, it was me and two of my kids because my other kid was sick. So my wife stayed home with her. But they had started watching Daredevil with me recently because of all the rumors, mm-hmm. which of course then paid off with Hawkeye too. But um, yeah. so they were, I mean, and they have immediately fallen in love with Daredevil, which I don't blame them because that show's awesome. So when he showed up, they oh my, they just couldn't handle. And that was the only thing I heard out of either of them that you could be considered a complaint when we were driving home. I think it was my daughter first said, well, I just kind of wish Daredevil was in it more. And I was like, oh my God, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, but his part was really cool and it just means he's out there now and yeah. all that stuff. So yeah, no, I thought it was awesome. I, I, I don't know anyone personally anyway that has seen it and just come away thinking, oh, that was kind of stupid. Right. And if everybody's just raved over it, which it's kind of one of those things, you always wonder, or I always wonder anyway, when people are making a movie like that, they have to know when they're making it, this movie's going to be awesome, or this movie's going to have some issues. So you know they were, when they were making they had to be like, this movie, people are going to go nuts over this when they see it. They have to know that. You would think anyway, but it's hard to believe that they were able to pull that off. Oh, it's nuts! In this day where everybody has a camera with them, well, yeah, all and, the time, and, and just getting Toby McGuire and Andrew Garfield to come back, period. Yeah, to be willing to do it. Yeah, I don't. I'm sure they got paid a plenty, lot of money, but yeah. I mean, even still, you have all those crumudgeony actors that you know, don't want to do things anymore. Yeah. That, you know, to get them back and to pull all that off and, and to do it as well as they did is pretty awesome. I, I will say, uh, when the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man came out, I had two complaints and, and I really only had two complaints. One was the green goblins mask. Costume. Yeah. And the other was, Spider-Man not having web shooters, but having them actually come out, out of his wrist. <laughs> I like that they bring that up. And they, and they, ad- yeah, they addressed both That's of it. those things. Yeah. The Green Goblin destroyed his mask yep. right off the bat. And having him just with a hood, yes. he looked, that's, I mean, 
the you know like Ultimate Spider-Man comics, especially. Yeah. That's what Green Goblin looks like. He's and just, they just kind of had it sort of keep happening until he just looked yeah, like it. Yeah, and it was awesome, and it was great, and that's all they had to do. They didn't have to come up with some stupid mask like they mm-hmm. originally did. And then, yeah, when they addressed the web shooter thing versus the it coming out of your wrist, that was awesome. Oh, that you guys was, do that. I was like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll say, I should say give him some credit. Um so I had my kids then wa- we watched all the Spider-Man movies before we So ever did we. Went. Yeah. So did we. And after we watched the first Spider-Man movie, my son said he goes, "Well, you know that Green Goblin, he looked like a Power Ranger." And do you remember <laughs> when those movies yeah. came out, everybody was saying that he looked like a Power Ranger or a Power Ranger villain. I was like, "Oh my god, it's so that's what everybody was saying that when that movie came out. Good for you, man." <laughs> that made me kind of chuckle. I thought, well, that's good. You reached a, you reached the same conclusion, but <laughs> 20 years later. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we that made went, me chuckle. We went back and watched all of them also. And, you know, we watched Tobey Maguire 1 and 2, and then we're like, Are, do we have to watch 3? And we're all like, yeah. Let's Heck just, yeah, you do. <laughs> let's just watch it. And it's as horrible. Horrible as I remember it being. I hadn't seen it in quite a while. And yes, it's still a total train wreck of a movie. Yeah, we watched them all too. The only, um, see, and then my daughter, especially, my youngest daughter, really liked both Venom movies. So then at the end of Let There Be Carnage, when he flashes <laughs> yeah. into yeah. this world, she was. She was super excited, so he's going to be in Spider-Man. He's like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't count on that <laughs> for like a half a second. He's there. Yeah, and I even told, actually, I even told her, I said, I bet if anything, he'd show up in the credits, and he did show up in the credits, yeah. only to disappear, disappear again. <laughs> right. Which yeah. uh, that I wasn't disappointed in it necessarily because I'm going to guess that was probably part of the contractual obligation and all that stuff, you know. Right. Or whatever. Maybe I have to keep it separate, but he leaves a piece of Venom there. So apparently yeah. the symbiote's going to happen there somewhere. But I would I would have liked to see that happen. But I'm like I said, I'm going to guess that's more of a more of a contract thing. Yeah. But I thought, I did think it was neat to have him show up. And I liked that he didn't immediately go hunting for Spider-Man and just <laughs> was trying to figure out what was going <laughs> on instead. So, yeah, I... I it enjoyed makes, that too. It makes me wonder if they'll be able to have Tom Holland's Spider-Man and it not necessarily be an MCU thing. Could it be more of a Sony Spider-Man movie and still have, you know, Venom and like Morbius is coming out next month, yep. which I'm super excited about. But yep. have like those villains with Tom Holland and you know, it could still quote unquote exist in the MCU universe, but not really have anything to do with it and be more of a Sony thing. Yeah. I, I don't I know how that, that works. too. And I don't know how that would work either. Cause I, I mean, they'd have to, cause if you get too big, then you're going to assume if you, that's one very, probably good problem that Marvel has or Disney has is if a movie gets to be ever too big, like there's too much going on, you you start to, well, why wouldn't other things start to show up? Other yeah. things being other heroes. 
Right. So yeah, you'd still have to separate it somehow, probably. Well, maybe they'll just figure out a way where he somehow has to once in a while go to a universe that doesn't have a Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, who knows? Yeah. But uh, I enjoyed it. Well, I think what would be really cool is if I thought about this a little bit. So this is, I didn't really flesh it out in my mind, but kind of along the lines of what you're saying, but instead of it being Tom Holland going over to that one, if Tom Holland goes over to that universe for just like the one that Venom is in or Tom Hardy's Venom is in because there's no Peter Parker in there and or Peter Parker died or whatever it is. And he goes over there to like maybe train Miles Morales for a little while. So he's only Mm. part of a movie. Gets yeah. to be the mentor for a minute since he seems yeah. to keep having mentors. Right. I thought that'd be kind of cool. And I like Miles Morales, so. We, well, and uh, I Electro's, like the character of Miles Morales. Maybe they would cast it off and I'd hate it. I don't know. I Electro's, doubt it, Electro's line about, you're from Queens and you yeah. help people. <laughs> yeah. Like, I thought you were going to be black. <laughs> yeah. I, and I liked that, too. <laughs> well, and, you know, Aaron Davis was in uh, Homecoming. Right. For a exactly. second, so. Yep, yep. And he does seem like they were, uh, what's his name? I'm blanking out on his name now. The guy that played him. Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Since having him play it, play Aaron Davis, it's like, we doesn't seem like you would get him for one or two lines. Well, it's more than exactly. that, but one scene. Yeah. So they might have plans down there. But anyway, we've been talking about that for longer than we should have, so we're going to move past <laughs> it. <laughs> but it was awesome. <laughs> so we're going to move on to our meat and potatoes so like i said this is going to be movies or series that we wanted to show our kids Uh, at least that's the way i said it to dustin and i don't know if you did all movies by chance i'm sort of hoping maybe you did because then we could save series for a like television shows for another one that's a good that's good because i did do all movies okay i did too and I was hoping you did because then we could, because I had thought of some TV shows, but I, I purposely left them off here because of that. So, because I think they, I, even though I kind of brought it up to you this way, I thought they do really kind of deserve their own. So we're yeah. going to do five. I don't know what Dustin's are. He doesn't know what mine are. So they may, his five, four, three, two, one may be the same as mine. I hope not. But that's that how we're going to do it. A crazy coincidence. It would be that the case. <laughs> so, and when I say this with movies, I keep saying movies or series. I also do mean a, a series of movies. So, yeah. if you think there was somehow your kids would never have heard of what Star Wars was, maybe yours would be this the series of Star Wars movies or the entire saga or whatever. Yeah. But part of the idea behind this, too, is that. Hopefully these are movies that you don't think your kids would have just run across on their own. They're going to run across Iron Man. It's going to happen. Yeah, and I was going to say Star Wars is not on my list because no, I think it that's doesn't just need a to no, be. It's just a no. Right. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. So, and I have one on there that should be a no-brainer, but I I don't think it is. So, Okay, we're going to start. Well, we'll have you go first with your number five. And right. you can just say what it is and leave it at that if you want, or you can say why. Preferably yeah. say why. I'll probably Yeah, I'll probably give a little something, a little uh, blurb about each one. Anyway, so, okay, so my number five is Conan. I'm talking Arnold Schwarzenegger Conan. 
I'm not talking uh, Jason Momoa. I forgot about that. We'll pretend like that movie didn't exist because it was. Really I don't think bad. I ever saw it. And I'm not saying that Conan the Destroyer, Arnold's second Conan movie, was any better than that because it wasn't. But it had Wilt Chamberlain in it. It did. Okay, so Conan. The only thing when I show my kids stuff that I want them to see that makes me cringe, and it's not violence, it's not blood, it's not gore, it's not cuss words, it's sex. I know, I agree. <laughs> I've got one of those to talk about too. <laughs> and and there's some weird sex things with Conan, but they're really quick, and I think I could probably just fast forward through those real fast. But, uh, man, when I was growing up, when I was a kid, I I was a huge Arnold fan to begin with. Because, I mean, in the 80s, he was the man. And he had all the coolest movies. And I loved Conan because it was like your high fantasy yep. you know, story. Like your classic high fantasy story. So, at some point, my, my son hasn't watched it, but at some point, we're going to introduce him. To Conan the Barbarian for sure. And then if we can stomach it, we'll watch Conan the Destroyer after that. I agree. Okay, so um, Dustin mentioned his son, who's even a little bit younger than my son. My son is 11 now. Uh, Most of these movies I showed to him when he was younger than 11. (laughs) A few years (laughs) younger. So my number five is The Kingsman. Oh, yeah. Movies. Yeah, not not yeah. just the first one, but the movies, because I freaking love those movies, and I don't think, and th- those were ones that I remember wanting to purposely make him watch because I don't think he would ever watch one because it wouldn't. I remember even when they came out, I was super interested in it. The first one, I was super interested in it, but not enough to really go watch it. I was like, what's that? Is it James Bond knockoff or something like that? Until you see it, it's just freaking amazing. But part of the reason I wanted to watch it is because, and I, this is kind of a theme with a couple of these, in that Kingsmen are basically superheroes, mm-hmm. but everything is a superhero now. But they don't, and they don't have superpowers. They're just, you know, they don't have superpowers. I say in air quotes, even though basically it seems like they pretty much do. But I like that. Uh, they were the whole spy thing and they have all the gadgets and all that whatnot. And, uh, it was, it's James Bond, but it's not really James Bond since their whole thing and leave it at that. But I bring, I was going to bring up what Dustin did. I don't care about cussing or violence or anything like that. But I do remember when I was a little kid, a couple times I was ever in the same room with my parents and a sex scene comes on and it is uncomfortable. And so I don't initially need them. And there are a couple times in both Kingsman and uh, certainly the second one when he has to put the tracker inside the girl. Like, yeah, probably going to go ahead and click through that real quick so you don't have to sit here and be uncomfortable with me. But I love those movies. I have not seen the new one yet, and I need to. So I, I have a confession. I haven't seen any of them. Oh, you haven't seen them yet? I have oh, they're not. they're awesome. But I'll tell you what. I've seen the previews for the newest one about a hundred times. And I'm like, that looks really, really cool. Like I want to go see that movie in the theater. And then I'm like, well, I need to go back and probably watch the originals first, but I would agree. 
Um, it's something that's that's always piqued my interest. I just never, never saw them. Yep, and that's yeah. There, yeah. Obviously, there's nothing wrong with that, but they're cool is a really good way. Is almost the perfect word to describe those movies. They're just cool. Everything about them is cool. Um, but okay, that's my number five. Let's move on to our number four. So, what's your number four? Okay, my number four has uh been a holiday tradition the last couple years at my household. Oh man, Uh, we like to celebrate Christmas, and we like to celebrate. Christmas with John McClane murdering as many terrorists as he can humanly murder. So I'm talking about Die Hard. Uh, Two years ago, I introduced Mac to Die Hard and uh, he loved it, of course. Um, How could you not? Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, I watched, I've seen Die Hard probably 400 times. I could probably recite every line from the movie if you let me just sit down and run through it in my head yes like i've seen it that many times yep and so we watched uh the second die hard last year and this year oddly enough this coming saturday is going to be our viewing of the third die hard i think it's die hard with a vengeance with a vengeance the final die hard movie samuel jackson and i so my son, Mac, is asking me, well, is there any more diehards after no, that? No, I don't think there is. <laughs> and I'm like, well, yeah, there are, but I don't know that we need to watch them. <laughs> I don't think there is. <laughs> we'll probably uh, we'll move on to another Christmas classic after that, and we'll start with the, the Lethal Weapon series. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh-huh. I agree with that. My number four is Die Hard. All right, so my number four is one on there that I think is uh, might seem stupid because it should be in the mainstream, but it's Lord of the Rings or the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Oh, and yeah. the reason I'm still including it, even though that should be pretty mainstream, is when I said something to him about watching it, he had no idea what I was talking about. Didn't know what The Hobbit was, didn't know what Lord of the Rings was, had never seen or heard anything about it. Apparently, they don't read The Hobbit in school anymore um, or you know, maybe he hasn't, I, I think I was about his age when I, when we read it, but it doesn't matter. He had no idea what I was talking about. I was like, holy crap, you need to watch that. And so we watched the extended versions of it. Even he watched all, and I think we watched all three of them in about a three day span. We yeah. watched them fast, <laughs> that's but a lot uh, of, that's a lot of Lord of the Rings. That's a lot of Lord of the Rings. I agree, <laughs> but I think it is, and like I said, I, I think it sounds dumb because it should be in the mainstream, but for people below a certain age, they really maybe haven't heard of this before yeah. to the point that we would think of, oh my God, Lord of the Rings has been a thing forever now. feels like forever. But it's kind of like you're talking about with Conan, how it's high fantasy and all that stuff. That's Lord of the Rings is obviously that too. And it is just such a series of movies, a series of books, whatever, got such a beginning middle and end yeah and it feels like that and it's nice to see a movie or series of movies do that we've complained about movies that don't don't do that so it's nice (laughs) to have a story that begins middle and end and they're just good and they're ones that i don't know they just kind of live on i think a lot of kids a lot of younger kids right now their lord of the rings is harry potter 
Yeah, I'd agree with that. So. He's reading all the Harry Potter books. My son's reading all the Harry Potter books now. And, yeah. and I told him, well, don't watch the movies. I said, so I watch a movie with him after he finishes a book. Because uh-huh. I've read all the books, too, so I know what happens. But So I said, so you don't get anything ruined. And he's on. I think he's on the sixth one now, so he's moving through. But, I, yeah, I would agree with that, that a lot of them to them would be Harry Potter now. So, anyway, let's move on to your number three. Number three. Um, so, number three, Mac has seen all of them and thoroughly enjoyed all of them. And uh, it is Harrison Ford's debut as a action movie star after Star Wars. And we're talking about Indiana Jones. Any, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. Last Crusade, and then whatever the fourth one was called, Kingdom of Kingdom of the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Skull, yeah, yeah. So, and hey, there's supposed to be a fifth one. Yeah, apparently, I, I guess they're still making it. Yeah, but anyway, I I love those movies as well. Yeah, and and I didn't I didn't give him any uh any hints or anything like that as to what I thought my favorite one was. And he told me his favorite was the last crusade. And that made me feel good. Cause that made me feel like I've raised my son correctly. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Those are good movies. <laughs> but yeah. Oh man. You remember when kingdom of, now I'm going to complain for a second. You remember when kingdom of the crystal soul came out and I think it was even Steven Spielberg that said it, that he and George Lucas had been discussing the ending to this fourth Indiana Jones movie for years, so they really had it all worked out and right. all this stuff. It's yeah. like, oh my God, this must be nuts. Ah, well, they should have kept working. <laughs> uh, here's a good bit of trivia that uh, I, I went to, me and my wife went to a Spider-Man trivia night uh, the week before the movie came out. Do you realize that the guy that played Dr. Octopus in Toby Maguire Spider Man yeah. Two. He dies in the beginning of Yeah. He's yeah. he's I didn't Alfred ever Molina. Yeah, that never crossed my mind until the question came up and I was like, Oh my god, that is totally him at the beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Last time I watched Raiders of the Lost Lost Ark was the first time I'd noticed it, I think. Yeah. That was crazy. Blew my yeah. mind. But yeah. <laughs> it is mind blowing. Okay. <laughs> Indiana Jones. We'll move on to my number three which may or may not have already been mentioned, it's Die Hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Basic, you know, the only other thing, I, so I won't spend any much time on it, but I will say that I wanted Die Hard because, and it's actually similar to the reasons you were going to say about Lethal Weapon, because Lethal Weapon is not on my list, but it was <laughs> real close, all of them. But anyway, yeah. uh, what I like about Die Hard is I think it's the epitome of the everyman action hero. Yeah. And that's, you know, John McClane. Because we don't, that's again, kind of want to go back to it with all the superheroes. We don't really get the everyman action hero. And obviously John McClane survives stuff that he probably shouldn't survive in that movie against all the terrorists. But when you and I were little kids, it's what you thought of was Bruce Willis and Sylvester Stallone and Schwarzenegger and all that as being, I mean, they were big, tough dudes, but they were just big, tough dudes with their big right. old... Yep. Big old fists or guns or whatever, like Predator and whatnot, you know. Arnold Schwarzenegger's just that special forces badass taking out an alien type of thing, yeah. you know. And now 
it'd be he'd have super strength or whatever. And so that's what. I, and the only other thing I want to say about Die Hard is, uh, as much as I don't care about cussing or violence or anything like that, Die Hard is it, to the point where most movies I'll watch them if I want to watch them wherever they are. Die Hard is best enjoyed in its original. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a it's original yes. showing. <laughs> Do and not just, watch it made for TV. Yeah, don't don't watch it. Yippee ki yay, Mister Falcon. <laughs> not okay. I'll it's say a, one, I'll say one more thing about Die Hard. If you get on Netflix and watch the movies that made us, there's uh-huh. an episode where they talk about Die Hard, and it's really really good. It's really interesting, and it's like what you were saying. People like the the movie uh, producers and stuff were worried that people were going to laugh when they saw uh, Bruce Willis and not somebody like Sylvester Stallone oh. or Arnold Schwarzenegger in an action movie because he's just a normal guy. Yeah, he's a normal dude. Until the movie came out and then everybody was like, oh my God, this is one of the greatest movies ever made. <laughs> it is one of the greatest <laughs> movies ever made. <laughs> All right, well, okay, we're getting down towards the end now. Yeah. What's your number two? Okay, my number two is uh, a little franchise called Aliens. Oh, it's a good one. So my son doesn't really, he's not real into scary stuff. So I don't know, he might have to, might, might have to wait another year or two for him to watch the first Alien because it's pretty scary. Um, He would probably freak out if he watched it right now. But the second one, Aliens, plural, also in the movies that made us, by the way, on Netflix, if you want to go watch that. Man, when I was a kid, that was my jam. I would watch the first 45 minutes of Aliens just over and over again. Because, like, I just wanted to see the Space Marines land on the planet and fight aliens. <laughs> For, like, 45 minutes, that's all I wanted. And then when the, they, you know, they get into the plot and what they're going to do, I was kind of like, eh, I don't care. I'm just going to rewind it and watch the beginning again. But, uh, right. yeah, so Aliens, fantastic. Uh, I don't know what else to say. The second one, like I said, it was my favorite. It's awesome. It was the best. I totally agree. Okay, so my number two, um, Planet of the Apes. Oh, yeah. Not Mark yeah. Wahlberg and not. Rise of the Planet, not, you know... NRA Charlton Heston. Yeah, Charlton Heston, <laughs> Planet of the Apes. And I will sit down right now and watch all five of those movies, all Planet of the Apes all the way to whatever the last battle for the Planet of the Apes might be the last one. The ones that, I mean, because they were made for TV after, right. like, the second one. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I will watch them all so happily. But Planet of the Apes... I remember when I first watched it, and of course, I, I didn't live under a rock. I knew the twist. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But uh, that movie, is it is so fun to watch. I don't know why, and I love I love that movie. And yeah. it's it's interesting because when I made him watch it, he did not know the twist, um, which made it really cool because, there, of course, there had been movies with twists by then, but it is a big, big twist, you know? And, yeah. To, to not know that it was going to happen, in his case, that was probably, he thought that was pretty cool. But just the way the movie goes, 
the other thing about it is, and what surprised me when he watched it, and I think it was a testament to how good the movie is, that movie was made in, I don't know what year that movie was made, 1970? 70-something. Yeah, early 70s. Yeah. Um, late 60s, early 70s. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Movies were different in that they moved slower. Right. Then nobody's going to argue against that. If they do, they're, they're lying and they're not your friend. Because if you watch a movie, then they just move slower. Yeah. Why that is, I don't know. Or I should say the pacing is different. Is it because we have to have our attention grabbed immediately now, you know, or we'll just give up? But, you know, you watch that movie and they're on the ship for way longer than it seems like they need to be. And then once they crash land on the planet, they go and it's just the three of them searching for quite a while. If when you're watching it, it's like, huh. You could really speed all this up if you wanted to. I enjoy all that, and it I think it adds to what's going on in the movie, but I really thought, like, I'm going to lose him yeah. when he's watching this, but he was locked in <laughs> the entire time, and he truly, truly enjoyed it, and it made me happy. We have it when that's the only one we've watched is, is the first one, and they're all on HBO Max, or I don't know about, I, when I say all of them, I'm talking about those five original ones. Um, but I I really enjoy those movies and I don't think I would that's one he was ever just going to watch on his own I keep saying he I my daughters have watched some of these but my son I've forced to watch all of them so that's why I keep saying he but uh <laughs> that's that's what it's one thing I wish I could do is go back in time and not know what was going to happen at the end of the film. oh because I mean that had to just melt people's brains when that yeah. movie came out because that was such a fantastic twist at the end maybe one of the biggest if not the biggest twists in movie history yeah certainly makes it made it famous yeah. or one of the ones that made it famous so okay here we are we're gonna move on to our number one um yep. before we get to it i mean are you confident in your number one i think i great am. i think i am. i uh i'll talk about my number one when it's my turn so what's your number one <laughs> Okay, my number one is something that Mac has not seen. Um, we've talked about it probably off and on for a year at least. That something will come up or I'll say something and he'll be like, what are you talking about? And I'll say, oh, that's from Terminator. Yeah, that was <laughs> Terminator. <laughs> Terminator was so, real close on my list too. So... When I was a kid and I saw the first Terminator, um, yeah, it's cool. There's a lot of action and Arnold is killing people, which apparently I really, that's, that was like right in my wheelhouse when I was right. a kid. But man, the story is so cool. I yes, love, it is. I love time travel. I love alternate I dimension and all of that kind of stuff. But, you know, when I was old enough to realize that he came back in time to save humanity and he fathered John Connor, that, and I was just like, what? <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's such a good story, and it is. And, and even the new, I I like the new ones also. I do too, because um, I think you know whoever gets to write those. I'm sure it's been several different people, but 
you know, they get to put their little spin or their little twist on on that core story. And I just think it's it's such a fantastic idea. And then you can't nobody in their right mind can say that Terminator two isn't one of the biggest movies of all time. Oh. Yeah. When that yeah. movie came out, it just that was like I so I was I don't know how old I was. I don't remember what year it came out. Ninety two or so. I was I think. hardcore into Guns N' Roses. I loved Guns N' Roses. And they had the song and Arnold was in their video and the movie came out and I was just like this is like everything I love all wrapped up into one nice little package. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I like it. I like it. Um, okay, well, we'll move on to my number one. I made this list a while ago, and I'm not this one's this is still my number one, but now after recent events it seems less <laughs> cool. But the Matrix Okay was yeah. my number one. Yep. And yep. and uh I don't know if you've watched the new one. So I real quick, I haven't. We started watching the old ones and we're in the middle of the third one right now. Waiting to get done with that to watch the new okay. one. Okay. No, we haven't watched the new one yet. I won't tell you what happens in the in the fourth one. I don't know if you've read any reviews or people's thoughts on it. I actually sort of enjoyed it and uh, I had a long discussion <laughs> at work about this. Um and uh we were talking at work. We were talking about why we did what we did and didn't like, and I'm not going to say anything to you. You know, we'll we'll spoil everybody else, but I won't spoil you. Um, but I when we and so he's seen all of them too. We watched one, two, and three, and then we watched the fourth one when it came out. But uh, I told him, I said the reason I want you to watch this is because, and actually, and by the time we watched it, we knew that there was going to be a fourth one. But uh, it's like you got to. Like all this stuff, and it's not just movies, it's video games too. You see that bullet time everywhere. Whether they mm-hmm. call it bullet time or not, it's yeah. everywhere. That slow down, yeah. you know, slow motion stuff that looks like. And I, while we were watching, I said, You got to understand how nobody had seen this done like this before. I said, I don't know how to put you in this frame of mind. <laughs> and I said, But. I remember watching it. The first time I saw it was not in the theater. It was on at one of my friend's house. His uh-huh. brother had bought it on VHS. Yeah. And we watched it. And I was just the same as, well, this is insane that they're doing yeah. this. And, not to, and that's just the special effects part of it, not to mention the whole mind-blowingness of the story of them being in the simulation and all that stuff. Yeah. But um, I was like, yeah, I just, and I still don't even really know how to explain it. I mean, you can't hardly watch an action movie now where they don't slow it down at some point and have them, you know, see a bullet go by or whatever it is. It's like this, this, this was, this was massive when it came out. Nobody had done something like that before and made it look like that anyway, you know? Yeah. But, and, uh, like a lot of people, I like the first one the best. Um, I'm fine with the second two. Like I said, I even, Sort of liked the fourth one. Um, so whatever your opinion on that is fine. <laughs> it doesn't change. To me, it does not change how important the first movie was or the those movies were in general. And uh, that's actually something else I find interesting, too, 
because it'd been a while since I watched the Matrix trilogy. That first movie is it plods along, and there's not a whole lot of action anyway until it gets towards the end. There's a whole yeah. lot of talking, right? And uh, when we started, I was then I kind of got nervous and kept looking over to see if he was still paying attention. But yeah, it ah. I love those movies or that movie the, anyway. The end of the first one, the very, very end, when he's in the phone booth and he hangs up the phone. Oh, God. And they play Rage Against the Machine and he takes off. I remember I was just like, oh, my God. I was like, Did you see that? He's flying. <laughs> he can fly. Uh, that it was, yeah, that was, that was the shit. Well, that in. God. It talks about, like, during that movie when so you're saying, I'll be able to dodge bullets. And you're saying, no, I'm saying you won't have to. And then when he dodges some and then eventually yeah. does get shot and Trinity goes through a whole thing of, you can't die because I love you and yada, yada, yada. And he wakes up, gets up, and they shoot at him. He just goes, no, and mm-hmm. holds his hand up. Oh, my God. That is still, <laughs> that's still, no. That just really, that's that's awesome. But, yeah. uh Anyway, that's your five. That's my five. So now we're going to move on to our after-dinner smoke. All we need to do, I mean, we don't have anything to rate. I just want to know, and I'll, I might say a couple too, is there anything that was close that didn't make the list? Um, you mentioned Lethal Weapon. If that's yeah. all there is, that's totally fine. Well, you bringing up the Matrix, I... I I didn't even think of it, and it's stupid of me to not think of it because we are literally going through the old movies right now. Um, you know, get to that one, to get to the new one. But uh, I don't know. There's there's so many. When I was a kid, I'll try and make this as short as I can. When I was a kid, we had HBO, and I would record movies on VHS. And, you know, a lot of my favorite movies like Predator and Terminator and Alien mm-hmm. and all that stuff, I wouldn't have seen those movies as much as I did if it wasn't for HBO and VCRs. And I would, you know, sit in my room and watch those movies over and over again. And Conan, Conan the Barbarian, the first one. But, you know, it's weird because kids' technology is so different now that mm-hmm. they they watch shorter stuff. Yep. Like, you know, shorter video clips, namely, you know, stuff like YouTube, TikTok yeah. and stuff like that, stuff that's condensed. Yep. But to get it get your kid to sit down and watch a two, two and a half hour long movie with you is an accomplishment. It is. <laughs> it is. I agree with that. I I did have a few that you know, it's, it is hard to narrow it down to five. I'm sure if we did more lists, we could have some more be tough to find five. But in this case, it was hard to narrow down. Lethal Weapon was 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 real, real close. Terminator was real, real close on mine. But then I had things like, I put I wrote down Sandlot. Yeah. Um, because, and I get that that should be a movie. I guess that should be a movie that kids should want to see. But it came out and came out. 25 years ago or whatever right. the hell it came out. I don't know when it came out. Probably longer than that. Probably closer to 30. Yeah, um, pushing 30. Yeah. So 
I put that on there because that would have been such an important movie to me when I was a kid, when I was 10 years old, that I would want my kids to see it too. And it'd be one I, I'd know they would like. And I, I wrote down The Sandlot as my example. But when I say that, I'm talking about that and uh, like Mighty Ducks. Yeah. All those types of movies that kind of fell in there. Right. Um, just movies that I thought were super awesome when I was a kid. Rookie of the Year would fall in there. Um, just and I keep saying sports ones, and I don't even necessarily mean to do that because I'm also going to say Hoosiers would have fallen <laughs> fallen in there. <laughs> I love the and they've seen all these movies now. Yeah. Uh, but movies to that to me define my childhood in in that they were also kids movies. Like Terminator Super does also define my childhood, but it's not a kids movie necessarily. Mm-hmm. I thought thought about those. The other ones I thought about, and the example I wrote down was Anchorman. But <laughs> yeah, that time frame of comedies that were all very much R-rated. <laughs> yeah. Like Anchorman and 40-Year-Old Virgin, Old School, and those kind of things. I God, those movies are so funny. And uh, I don't think I've... I haven't had them watching those because I don't think they would appreciate them quite yet. And, yeah. I had... What was it? Oh. Uh, so, my daughter is almost 16. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, they put Mallrats on oh, Amazon man. Prime. Mallrats is one of my absolute favorite movies of all time. Another movie that I could quote from beginning to end. And it's so weird because, like, I was like, "Oh, we didn't have anything to do one afternoon." I'm like, "Oh, we let's watch Mallrats." My son was downstairs playing video games. Thank God, because <laughs> I've I hadn't seen it in a long time. <laughs> Definitely written by Kevin Smith. It's Kevin Smith, and it's not the cuss words. It's not the blood. It's not the bullets. It's not chopping people's heads off. It's the sex, and oh my God, there's a lot of (laughs) that. And I was just like, (laughs) I feel really uncomfortable right now. (laughs) But my daughter sat there and laughed through the whole thing. She thought it was hilarious. Because it is hilarious. Yeah. There you go. Um. Let's see. I had I had a couple others I thought about. Like Rambo. Oh yeah. I like Rambo. Iron John Eagle. Rambo's a good person. The Iron Eagle trilogy. The Iron Eagle. Tri- well, <laughs> I did. Um, I did make my kids actually. I've made them watch Iron Eagle and Iron Eagle Two. Iron Eagle Two, the superior Iron Eagle, right. the greatest of the Iron Eagles, and it right. did help to stop the Cold War. Rocky Four and that. <laughs> and speaking of Rocky Four, um, Rocky would be yep. on the list or the Rocky series, yep. which my son has, um, how is he, I think he's only watched, has he even watched the Rocky? I don't think he's watched either Rocky movies, but by God, he's in love with Creed. He loves oh, those God. movies. I wept like a, like a small child in the movie theater. <laughs> the, those are good movies. Oh, loved it. They did a good job. But as I constantly tell them that, uh, uh, Rocky Ford, Iron Eagle Two, did stop the Cold War. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'll hear no. I'll hear no other talk of it. That's the way it happened. <laughs> and uh, Top Gun was on there too. Yeah. And it probably should have been. Probably, if there's one that I think I had no reason to leave out, it was Top Gun because I've I I mean I've watched that movie 150 billion times. Yeah. And I, kids have not seen it yet, and they need to, but uh, they'll love that movie. Back to the Future, 
Oh yeah, I didn't even think about Batman, which they have. They love. Oh man, they all three love Back yeah. to the Future. Mac Mac loves Back to the Future. I, I didn't even think about Back to the Future. The Karate Kid movies, they all love those too. Yeah, my daughter is obsessed with Cobra Kai. So am I. I love she, it. I'll fight yeah. you. She she loves it. She loves Karate Kid and all of them. Cobra Kai season four comes out this weekend. Oh, I, I know. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> we're gonna be gone, so we won't even get to watch it till we're back. But that's all right. I'll survive. Oh, you, know, you were you were spoilers. talking about sports movies. It's kind of funny because both my kids want to go see the Kurt Warner movie. Yeah. And I don't want to because I think Weird it just looks either. like a bad movie. It does. But we're going to see it in a couple days, um, which is fine. But my daughter, who doesn't really know anything about sports history, asked me, she goes, is, is that real? Is he a real person? a real person and i wanted to be like are you seriously asking me that question so he retired two years ago (laughs) longer than that but it wasn't that long ago but yeah she had no she has no reason to know who who kurt warner is she doesn't yeah and then i had to tell her you know being a kansas city chiefs fan how (laughs) kurt warner growing up (laughs) well and he's the only reason we had trent green true yep that's true yeah you should love him i i guess (laughs) (laughs) that was our list of movies we wanted to show our kids we're going to do one with tv shows hopefully and maybe some other stuff like that because i enjoyed that i hope you enjoyed it too oh yeah and uh and we should do a an honorable mention on our podcast that uh the book of boba fett came out today yeah and we talked about whether or not we were going to say anything about it because it was kind of an introductory yeah. episode. Yeah. Very much laying groundwork. So there, yeah. we didn't feel like there was a whole lot to say other than that it exists. Right. I have a feeling there will be a lot more to say here in a couple weeks. Yeah, I hope when so. more stuff comes out. So. It, it's, hard to, it's hard to live up to the first episode of The Mandalorian when you don't know that Grogu is coming and then all yeah. of a sudden there he is at the end of the first episode is. and your, your well, brain melts. And we didn't know with the Mandalorian, you didn't know to you were going to get that quality in, yeah, even the visuals right. and all that. Now we expect it, so yeah, we don't know what's going to, you know, that's true. We don't know what's going to happen. So, but I, yeah, though I, I'm very excited for Boba Fett. But like Dustin said, there's not one whole lot to say other than it, and it started, laid the groundwork. You, so we'll see. You mentioned uh, Hawkeye. Um, yep, Hawkeye I, was awesome. I Hawk- thoroughly enjoyed Hawkeye. Hawkeye was. 100% my favorite of those Disney plus Marvel shows so far. I loved it. I loved every second of it. Nice. And I've liked, I, for the most part have liked them all. I mean, there's things I didn't like here and there on a lot of them, but I loved Hawkeye and it wasn't close. I want another Hawkeye and black widow show with <laughs> Kate Bishop and Yelena. Cause they're awesome. And they were awesome when they were together. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming you've seen black widow. Yes. Yeah. So, we saw it twice in the movie theater, and uh, my wife, she's like, Elena is my favorite Marvel oh, character ever made. I, <laughs> I, I, when that fight on the rooftop when she shows up first in Hawkeye, yeah, and she's got her, she's covered up. I looked at my kids, and I was like, oh, you know who that's gonna be, and I, <laughs> I think I about peed a little bit because I'm the same way. 
it, it's in <laughs> the way I'm not sure what her name is that plays her, but uh, the way she, she things are funny because she's saying them. Like, yeah, if I said it, it's not funny, but the way she says it, it's funny because she's right. saying it. And yeah. it's like, oh my god! Not to mention, the action does really good with all the action and all that stuff, which I think is important when you're going to play a, you know, yeah. an action character. So, <laughs> anyway, that's good. We better move on. We're we've been talking for a while. Yeah. Okay. So I usually have a big blurb here at the end. Um, I don't have it in front of me. There's a bunch of different ways you guys can get a hold of us. There's a. Uh, We've got a Twitter page. Twitter page. We've got a Twitter handle, Stag Drag. Uh, you can find us that way. We're on Facebook, Staggering Dragon. Um, I think we have Instagram. an Instagram account, uh, Staggering Dragon at Gmail. Stag no. Drag Podcast. Stag Drag Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, so reach out to us. We're on pretty much every podcast yeah, platform all. that you listening to us right now so you found us one way but uh perfect we don't really have anything planned for the next nope. one but uh i'm sure we will come up with something we'll we'll come up with something at some point and we'll put it out <laughs> when we do we should uh we should mention here in a couple weeks uh we are taking a trip with our game group to a house that's uh, isolated from all of our families to play role-playing games for four days. So that It'll is something. It'll I'm be sure good we'll stuff. Probably talk about that. At some point. Probably um, so. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's all I got. That's all I got. So thanks for listening. Bye bye. Well, see you later.